Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. This is the Friday, April 22nd edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We'll set you up in 10 minutes or less with everything you need to know heading into this weekend slate of games. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Tyler Fulgham and Anita Marks with you on this Friday. And Anita is a good company woman around here. I hear you've spent some time with Mickey Mouse in recent days. Care to share? Yeah, I have. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just got back. I just got back from Disney. I was down in Florida visiting family, and of course, popped in to uh, make a visit with Mickey and Minnie, and uh, did four parks in less than forty-eight hours. God Ooh. bless the Disney Hopper Pass. Um, and the lightning lane and the genie plus. <laughs> so I didn't have to wait in those long lines to ride all the rides. And all I have to say is rise of the resistance for all you star Wars freaks out there. The experience was amazing. Probably one of the most amazing ride experiences I've ever had, but hands down Tyler avatar flight of passage at animal kingdom best ride ever in the history of all rides wow okay well here's what we're going to do anita since you have uh so eloquently been a good advertisement for how much fun it is to go down to orlando florida and disney uh world let's make some people some money this weekend so they can plan let's a trip with the family all right we'll let's start of course of course, in the NBA, we got three Friday games to take a look at, um, and these have gotten a little more interesting um, because of some injuries. We'll start first and foremost, though, with Miami and Atlanta. That one, I guess you could say the Clint Capella injury is a big deal for Atlanta. We saw Miami behind Jimmy Butler's, you know, eruption in game two um, dominate on their home floor. So they're up 2-0, but the series is now in Atlanta with Atlanta a one-and-a-half point home dog. Total of 221 and a half side total player props you got for this one. Yeah. So a few things here. All right. So number one, obviously the Hawks have not looked great on South Beach. And I'm not just going to say it's because they're on South Beach. A lot of people want to equate teams don't play that well when they're down in Miami. Has nothing to do with it. 37 turnovers <laughs> in two games. And by the way, Atlanta, the Hawks were the least turnover team in the NBA. So this is so uncharacteristic of them. They head back to Hotlanta, where I think Trey Young is going to go off tonight. Uh, he's been off shooting, right? Like less than 30% from downtown in two games when his season average was 38 to 40%. I think he gets back in rhythm. So a few things. I like the Hawks. I'll take the points. Thank you very much. Also, I'm going to play the over. It opened up at 26 and a half. It's now jumped up to 27 and a half. So you know what I'm going to say here, Tyler, run, don't walk, jump on this. Now, Trey Young's over in points tonight, 36 games this season. He's put up 30 points. I think he does it again tonight and a little side bet here too much juice than I like, but PJ Tucker over one three pointer. It's at minus 185. 
He went one for two in game one, four for four in game two. The role, the way that Eric Sprosha is utilizing him is just setting him up on the perimeter corners and just trying, trying to drain some threes as well as him contributing on the defensive side of the ball. So I do like that bet. But again, some, I know 185 is a lot of juice for most people. Yeah, I uh, am kind of on the other side of this uh, side here. I'm a big Miami Heat believer. I love the culture that Eric Spolstra and Pat Riley have developed there. This team went to the NBA Finals just a couple of years ago, and I think last season they were a little fatigued from that run into the bubble. Now they add Kyle Lowry and his veteran presence, Jimmy, Bam, Tyler Hero. P.J. Tucker, who is kind of one of those glue guys who doesn't show up a lot in the stat sheet, but is going to help you win championships. I think the Hawks are just outmatched, especially without a uh, Clint Capella. Um, they have been awesome at home. I will give the Hawks that. that. That's one thing that concerns me here a little bit is how good the Hawks were, especially at home down the stretch of the season. But I just think the Heat are in a class of their own um, in this matchup. Um, so I will lay the one and a half. They've had a uh, positive 16.2 net rating in the first two games of the series. Obviously, those were in Miami, and that should uh, tighten up here in Atlanta, but I don't think it's going to tighten up so much um, to cover that one-and-a-half-point spread there. Um, as far as a player prop that I like, Bam Adebayo, one of the best passing big men in the NBA. I have him over three-and-a-half assists, and I love the price the most. It's plus 130 um, for a guy who averages well over four assists per game in his playoff career, and that's removing – the 2018 series that he played, pardon me, when he was not quite yet the Bam Adebayo um, linchpin of their defense and offense. If you remove that first series he played in 2018, um, the Heat in 2020, now through uh, 2022, he's averaging almost four and a half assists per game. So he's a guy who really good at uh, you know finding cutters. And he's really good in that dribble handoff action with shooters like Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson. So I just love the price to get to four assists for Bam, a guy who we've seen get triple doubles before, you know, and double doubles with assists. So really like Bam in that matchup and just love Bam as a player. So I will be uh, glad to back him. Let's move to the other Eastern Conference matchup we'll see. And here's a, a game that will be affected by injury and a series that will be affected by injury. Anita, the Chicago Bulls were able to steal game two and they returned the United center for game three as a two and a half point home dog to the Milwaukee bucks total of two twenty two and a half. But we know Milwaukee is going to be playing pretty much the rest of this series and maybe longer if they advance without Chris Middleton, that's a huge blow. So with all that being considered, how are you looking at game three in this matchup? Yeah, I like the bulls here. You know, I think the loss of Middleton um, is, is going to be a, a big hit for this bucks team. Uh, not just offensively where he's averaging 20 points, five rebounds, five assists, but also defensively as well. A lot of pressure now on Holiday to become that playmaker. You know what you get with Giannis, but obviously one-man team isn't going to do it. Meanwhile, for the Bulls, um, you know, I, I know 25th in defensive rating since the All-Star break, but they've been better as of late, especially in this series. They forced 36 turnovers in two games. And uh, I do believe that uh, now that the series is all tied up at one I, and, and there's a little glimmer of hope for the Bulls, I think it's going to become even more physical. So I'm going to take the Bulls. I'm going to take them on the money line. Also, I love the under here. Both these teams averaging just around 100 points a game. And I like Alex Caruso over one and a half steals. He's averaging two steals a game when he plays 35 minutes. And you get that at minus 105. Yeah, I'm with you on the Bulls. Uh, plus the points, I don't mind the money line play at all. Um, Chris Middleton's loss will be felt. You know, with him on the floor this season, they had a positive 
5.4 net rating with him off the floor this season. It was minus 0.2. So, you know, that's five and a half points per 100 possessions that they are better with Chris Middleton on the floor. That's real. And the Bulls are a really good home team. They were, they, they didn't win a lot of games against teams the caliber of Milwaukee this season, but they did win at home a lot. And the United Center is going to be popping off, Anita. I used to work in the United Center, and I know what kind of basketball environment you can get there, especially when the Bulls are good. And that t- that fan base and that city is going to be jacked up after they won that game, too, and they can kind of smell some blood in the water with the Middleton injury. So I think this is like the first time they've been back there pretty much since Jimmy Butler left, if maybe I'm missing uh, a year or two, but I feel like the United Center hasn't seen playoff basketball um, since Jimmy Butler and Tom Thibodeau were there. So for a team that was 27 and 14 at home this season, I'll take the two and a half point head start on the scoreboard. And I don't mind the money line play at all in this matchup. My player prop is going to be Giannis over 13 and a half rebounds though. It's kind of juicy at minus 135. but um, again, with the loss of Middleton, I expect Giannis to have even bigger box score numbers. And this is a guy who has averaged basically 13 rebounds per 30 minutes this season against Chicago. And unless it's a blowout, which I'm not expecting it to be with a short spread like this, I think Giannis is going to play well, well over 30 minutes into the mid to upper thirties, obviously trying to account for the loss of Chris Middleton game three to look at tonight in the NBA Suns and the Pelicans. New Orleans is now at home for a game three after stealing game two in Phoenix against the number one seed in the West Pelicans are a two-point home dog. All three teams, Atlanta, Chicago, and New Orleans are home dogs. 216 is the total for this game three matchup. And of course, Devin Booker is dealing with the hamstring injury that's going to have him out for, it looks like, at least two to three weeks. So big loss there for the Suns. How are you handicapping game three from side total prop perspective? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a knee-jerk reaction for a lot of people, considering that Devin Booker is out. Uh, this is a team, the Suns, they went 8-6 and six without him this season. Obviously, you lose him, you lose length, you lose athleticism. I get all that. I just This has been now a Suns team that's had a minute to digest the fact that they're not going to have Booker. And they're going to lock and reload. And, you know, we've been talking about it all season long, right? Like how much depth they have. Um, and Cam Johnson, I'm a huge Cam Johnson fan. He's going to step Same. up in a big way, I believe, tonight in place of, of Booker, especially on the offensive side of the ball. So I'm going to take the Suns. Uh, I do believe that they win. Uh, I like Cam Johnson over 15 and a half points. He averages 12 points when he plays 25 minutes. I think he at least gets 30 minutes tonight in place of Booker. So that's that's a prop bet that I really like in this matchup. Yeah, I think we're seeing this game the same way. I, I think it's a huge bounce back spot for mm-hmm. the Suns. I think a lot of people are going to look at that Booker loss and think that it's too much, but this is a really good deep team. And Cam Johnson's the guy who is likely going to step in and fill that void. I'll lay the two points uh, with Phoenix. Uh, of course, if I find out Scott Foster is refereeing this game, then I'll have to completely change my <laughs> handicapping because we know that Chris Paul just cannot win a basketball game, Not, much less cover, can't win a basketball game outright when uh, Scott Foster is the uh, referee. But uh, as long as he has not loved the Suns here, and I too have a Cam Johnson player prop, I'm going to go over four and a half rebounds for Cam Johnson. And again, it's the price that has me attracted to that at plus 130. Obviously, he's going to soak up a lot of usage in minutes with Devin Booker out. He's also six foot eight. So he's a two or three inches taller than Devin Booker and a little more physical, I think, uh, frame than Devin Booker um, is Cam Johnson. And I looked at his game logs from this season, and it turns out Johnson had five or more rebounds 
in 12 of the 18 games he played this season where he got 30 minutes or more. And again, both you and I are expecting him to get close to, if not exceed 30 minutes. And if that's the case, um, we saw him in uh, two out of every three games where he played 30 plus minutes go over this threshold and at a plus 130 price. I think that's a really good value there on Cam Johnson to uh, have at least five rebounds. All right, that will uh, do it for Friday's NBA slate. I do want to mention one more uh, play that I have just because uh, it worked the first week of the USFL season. Anita, I'm going right back to the uh, drawing board with the uh, Michigan Panthers. Don't even remember who they play, to be quite honest. Let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. But my handicapping last week was take the under in every Panthers game. They're playing the New Jersey Generals. Generals are favored by one. We got a total of 41. Uh, I'm going to go under because the Panthers are coached by Jeff Fisher, and Jeff Fisher has never met a 17-13 football game that he didn't absolutely love. Lo and behold, week one, uh, his Panthers lost the game 17 to 12. So that's exactly the amount of scoring that Fisher wants. Unfortunately, he was on the wrong side of that. But I I just think that uh, he's going to run the ball a lot. Um, He's got two quarterbacks in Shea Patterson and Paxton Lynch that uh, football fans at Michigan and uh, in the NFL may know. Paxton Lynch, a former first round pick, but he's running the football a lot with those two kind of mixing and matching at quarterback. And uh, I just don't see an offense there that is going to be able to score more than 20 points. I think they want to try and, you know, play those low scoring 17, 13, 1950s, 1960s style of uh, football games. That's just Jeff Fisher's MO. So I'll throw that out there. I'm going to keep riding that trend with Michigan uh, all season long and see where it lands me under 41 for their match up uh, this weekend against the New Jersey Generals. All right, Anina, that'll do it. A little bit more than 10 minutes of the bets you need as promised. I hope you got some money uh, that you win this weekend, boys and girls, so you can, uh, like Anita, go enjoy the wonderful world of Walt Disney and all that it has (laughs) to offer. Please do us a favor and don't forget to rate, review, and follow if you're enjoying the show. That helps us out tremendously. Uh, Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you back here Monday on the Daily Wager Podcast. (laughs) 